The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. You are listening to Your Inner Voice with me, Elias Patras. Connect, educate, and grow as you tap into your inner voice and unleash the power of your intuition and self-discovery. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Your Inner Voice. My name is Elias Patris, and I am so thrilled to have an amazing friend, an amazing person on our podcast today. And we are talking with the one and only Shauna Fisher. And Shauna is an author and an animal communicator. How are you today, Shauna? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. I love this. I am so happy to have you here. But before we get started, let me tell everybody real quickly. Please head to the App Store and download the free MindBodySpirit.fm mobile app for iPhone or Android. You can leave me a message and it might just make it on the show. Just look for the open mic icon at the bottom of your screen and follow the directions. That is a great thing to do, guys. And really, truly, if you do it, I see it and this is how we can connect. Soon, coming soon to the podcast, we might be having it live which will be really exciting, but I'm, I'm not that high tech yet. So little by little, we're, as we're doing this, but I am glad to have you here, Shauna. Now you have an amazing journey and I would love everybody to know a little bit about how did you get started? Yeah, I love that. That's such a great question. So how I got started. So I've always been really in tune with animals and connected with animals ever since I was a little girl, right? They just have always understood me and I've always understood them, right? And so two things happened. I had a, my wise yellow lab, Luna, that had come into my life. And then also, too, I had a friend that kind of gave me that extra nudge to look more into animal communication. So her and her now husband had just got this new cat that they had found. And she was, you know, telling me, oh yeah, we just found this cat. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, just like it was nothing, I just started to describe the cat, talk about the cat's personality and oh, she's like this and she looks like this and yada, yada, yada. And she just kind of stood back and looked at me and said, have you ever thought about studying animal communication? And I've always been, you know, open-minded into the spiritual kind of thing. And I was like, really? I'm like, what's that all about? And me being curious as I am, decided to just go all in, jump in, head first, feet first, right? And check it out. So I took as many classes as I could, read as many books. And then I was like, wow, like I've been doing this my whole life and I didn't realize it. So 
with Luna's kind of encouragement, my feisty little lab I had and her wisdom, she helped to kind of nudge me along to put myself out there more. And then, um, and then that's what I did. And then I started to take on clients and, and just found how rewarding it was to be that voice and that conduit for communication between people and their pets, right. To help with maybe behavior issues, medical issues, end of life issues, just kind of any issues or just any questions that they have for their pets and just how rewarding it is to be able to do that. And then also in doing that, it actually even helps the communication deepen and the connection deepen between people and their pets too, because it really just expands that out in so many ways. And it's just so amazing to be a, a part of that, to help people with that and share their pet's perspective and their pet's thoughts and how they're feeling about certain things and how their maybe body's feeling and maybe things that they want. So I, I always feel like I should give people a precursor to maybe get their Amazon wish list or their Chewy wish list for their pet ready because a lot of times the pets will say, hey, I want this or want this. So there you go. Get your shopping list ready, I should tell them, right? So there we go. I love that. And, you know, here's, here's a crazy thing. We're talking about our inner voice. We have a connection to our inner voice and our animals we have i know for me sometimes you can look at your pets and go there's something not right or are you okay today or i wish you just could talk to me what would you say would be an easy way to get in touch with that knowing yeah well and the thing is too before I answer that, is everybody has this ability to tune into their pets and we're all hearing things from our pets all the time. It's just taking a moment to listen. So what I invite people to do is if you're with your pet, just kind of maybe have a simple question in your head of like, okay, what's your favorite food or what is it you want to go do right now? And, and just see that first thought that comes to you and you can even kind of close your eyes, maybe even just put your hand on your heart. And just whatever it is that comes to you, go with it. So maybe they might send you a picture of their favorite squirrel that they like to watch outside, right? Or their favorite place they like to go for a walk, or maybe they like to go for a car rides. Or if it's a cat, maybe there's a perch that they like to sit up on, or maybe they want a new window shelf, right? Or maybe your horse wants to gallop more. Maybe they don't want to go and do those jumps anymore, right? It could be any of those things, just have in mind any question it is you have for your pet and just be open to what comes to you, be it a sentence, um, a picture, a sensation in your body, or maybe you just write down what comes to you and just, and just practice with it and see, and see what happens. It's, it's really fun. And what if the, what if the doubt, what if they're like, is this really working? Am I really doing this? Uh, do I like, does it feel like I'm pulling it out of thin air? I mean, people get this, right? People have doubt. How would you coax them? Yeah. is to just remember to have that faith and then keep practicing and keep trying and have your pet kind of be that guidepost and that support for helping you. Right. So just to, to lean on them more and just keep maybe even asking to a thing that can help to asking that 
same question and see what comes to you, right? So then you're like, oh, wow, okay, like I'm getting, they don't like their, you know, metal water bowl and they'd rather have a, you know, a glass one or whatever it is, just kind of pose that same question and just see what answer comes. Or if you have somebody else in the household with you, you could have them to help validate things of like, okay, this is what, you know, um, Skippy did today. And I'm going to ask Skippy what they did. And then that person in the house can help you to, to validate that as well too. That can be another way too. These are great suggestions. They really are. I have to say that, you know, I know that you came over here and we spent Thanksgiving, uh, I'm sorry, Christmas, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Sorry, look at all the holidays. They just go wrap up in one. You came over here and you spent Thanksgiving over here and you met Harry and Willow and you knew right away like what Willow needed. You knew what Harry needed and it was just, you just were able to have them be calm. Willow did her thing by barking at you for the first couple of minutes, but then I don't know if you were talking with her, but then she was like, chill. Right. Exactly. Well, and I also too had in my thought too, because you kind of had let me know with Willow, you know, that she just needs her space. So I was like, okay. I was, you know, communicating to her that I'm just going to give you that space. That's fine. I know you're here. You come to me when you're ready and I'm not going to force the issue and force you to engage with me. I'm going to let you come when you're ready. And she was feeling that because they feel that from us and they like us to have our energy be receptive to their feelings and their energy because they're very sensitive to all of that. What would you say, Shauna, when we're talking, because we talk about a lot of things. We talk about clear audience, you know, clear hearing, clairvoyant, clear seeing, clear sentient, clear feeling, clear cognizant, clear knowing. Out of those four, because we all know there's six, but out of those four, are animals more like, do they try and share with us or is it really us that are picking up the vibe from them? Are we, are they sending us message through our hearing, seeing, feeling, knowing, do they use one more or the other, or is it really, they adjust to our way of perceiving things? Both actually. So they send messages in all those ways and we receive messages in all those ways. And what they do too is say if we're a person that's in our head a lot, right? They would kind of do the more clear cognizance way. Or if we maybe are a type of person that picks up on sensations in our body, they might do it that way. But kind of the, the general way is they send a lot of pictures, right? So they communicate a lot in pictures. So whatever those thoughts are that we're thinking in our head. If we're like, oh gosh, okay, we got to take Fluffy to the vet and we got to put Fluffy in the carrier. And oh my gosh, how are we going to do that? Fluffy's like, oh, well, you're thinking that's going to be a problem. So I'm going to have that be a problem. So they pick up on all those thoughts. So it's really kind of all those ways. And it's how they communicate and how we communicate. And they kind of adjust to work with different people with how they communicate different people in their life. Does that make sense? So they're very, they adjust in so many ways for us too. Yeah. When I go away, like when I'm teaching a workshop or if I'm teaching um, or facilitating a retreat and I have to go out of town, I always look at Harry and Willow and I say to them, okay, I'm going to be gone these three days. 
And then in my mind, because I'm weird like this, I'll put my head next to Harry's head and Willow's head. And I'm like, okay, so I'm gone when the sun goes up and the sun will go down. And then I'll be gone another sun up and a sun down. And I'll be gone another sun up and a sun down. But when the one, two, three, four suns, when we get to the fourth sun, that's when I'm coming home. And I send that mental image to them. I don't know if it helps. I don't know what it does, but I, I'm trusting that they feel a little calmer. And, you know, everybody here at the house is like, they're fine. They're no big deal. You know, they're like chilling. Well, you know why it's no big deal and they're chilling is exactly because you're doing that because they absolutely pick up on that and they feel that right and they like to be in the loop so i suggest that to a lot of clients like if they're going to go out of time out of town out of time out of town right you know for a time to let them know like hey this is how long i'm going to be gone and then also too for harry and willow they're showing me how you do that with them that they feel that connection with your head to their head and they're like okay cool like he's showing us and he's giving us that time to feel into that to know because if if we don't let them know they can let us know sometimes i have a story with my luna here i am the animal communicator and i went out of town and i left her um in boarding longer than i ever had the whole time i had her and she let me know when i came to pick her up that i did not check in with her as much like she kind of gave me like the the cold paw for you know, a little bit of time and was like, okay, you didn't check in with me as much. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So of course I, you know, went and bribed her and bought her like a plain cheeseburger. <laughs> I was like, hey, here you go. I was like, I'm so sorry. So they, they love that when we check in, cause it helps to kind of reassure them. So they know that, hey, this is when you're coming back. And even if you're going to be gone at work all day too, let them know too, but always make sure you stay in that like kind of right time. So don't say like, okay, I'm going to be gone three hours and then be gone eight hours, right? Keep them in the loop because what happens is sometimes we don't keep them in the loop. They might do something that maybe we might not be happy about because that's how sometimes they let us know if we're not paying attention, right? They might, you know, chew up something or maybe have an accident in the house that's not normal. So pay attention to those things because sometimes that's ways that they bring things to our attention. So true. So, so true. I appreciate that. Yeah. If you were to talk to somebody like a client, do you actually, and this is just for everybody to know, do you actually need a picture of the animal? Do you need to be there? Does the animal need to be there? How do, how do you work? Yeah, that's a great question. So when I have a client that sets up a session with me, what I have them do is email me a picture before the session because it just helps me to connect with their animal and just be like I'm in front of their animal, but not. So to answer that, I do sessions with people over the phone, over Zoom, and then sometimes in person if they're near me, but I don't have to have the animal in front of me. And I've actually done quite a few fairs and quite a few events where people haven't had their animal with them, or maybe they haven't had a picture with them, or maybe they've had their animal with them. And I can do it in all those ways, because it's really about connecting to their, their pet's heart, their soul, and their just their, the depths of who they are and their mind. It's like that heart to heart communication and that mind to mind communication. 
And sometimes, too, I know why this keeps coming up. Sometimes it's like a taste that they'll send me, too. So that's another thing sometimes that comes through, too. So sometimes maybe I feel like maybe there might be somebody that's listening to this that might relate to that. So sometimes they might show me their favorite kind of treat that they like, and they might like have it be like a taste that I get in my mouth. So sometimes that can be, you know, maybe a subtle thing where you might just be like, oh, wow, I'm getting a craving for that. I haven't had that, one of that in a long time, but maybe your animals sending you that signal that they, you know, want that as well. So. You have a great, I want to, I don't want to say track record, but I'm going to say track record. You have really helped a lot of people find their animals when they're missing. And that is like, what does that feel like? Do they, when you reach out, do they like help I'm lost or I'm missing or what did, what do they, what's the, what's the wording or feeling that you get? Yeah. So I pick up on their energy that not only they're feeling, but that their people are sending them as well, right? So they pick up on that, like we're, of course, we're going to be in that frantic space if our pet is missing, right? But they feed on that and they pick up on that as well, too. So it's so rewarding to be able to help to find lost pets. It's so cool. And sometimes other pets in your household can help find the lost pet, too. So it's so it's so interesting. It's it's so awesome to be able to help with that with stuff. And it can definitely be tricky because there's so many emotions involved. Our emotions, their emotions, all of it, right? So is there a pet that you know at the top of your head that was so unusual? Like, could you imagine somebody like I only have a goldfish? And it doesn't matter about what the animal is because all of them have energy, right? But what yeah. would you say is the most unusual animal that you've read for? Oh, I love that. That's such a great question. I haven't communicated with a goldfish other than when I was first learning, there was a goldfish that we communicated with. I was like, I want a bigger thing, like a bigger bowl. I want a bigger bowl. But in my not, you know, in a class kind of per se, I have this regular um, client that I tune into their hamster and that's really fun. And this, I have their tuned into their two previous hamsters and now their hamster they have now. And that's really fun. And probably one of the most interesting ones I um, communicated with was a snake that was missing. Mm. Yeah. And the snake was missing for quite some time. And I just kept hearing from the snake, like I'm right under their nose. I'm right under the nose. And it was like, kind of like up above somewhere, kind of like all blended in. And it was their cat that helped them find the snake. So I was like, okay, the snake showing me I'm right here. This is what looks like around me. And I was like, take the cat with you. And after they got off the phone with me within 20 minutes, they found their, they found their snake and their snake is okay. And like, that was so cool and so unique, you know, that because they were like, okay, well, we've tried everything else. We haven't found the snake and the snake was still inside their house and had survived. I think it had been like well over a month. I forget, like even maybe a little bit longer than that. So it was really, that was really cool. So fascinating. So fascinating. Right. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence 
a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. I want people also to know, um, you know, we're talking about animal communication, but I also want them to know that you are an author. And can you tell a little bit about your book? Yes, yes, I would love to. So I have this book I wrote called Soulmate Dog, My Journey Home with Luna's Guiding Wisdom. And it was about my feisty, wise yellow lab named Luna. And it was about our journey together and how she came into my life after I was leaving kind of a difficult relationship and how she really helped me find myself again and how she just brought so much wisdom, even in the bad things that she did, the wisdom and the knowledge and just, just wow, her heart that she shared with me and just, just how she opened me up in so many ways. And it just shares our journey from the beginning of our journey to the end of our journey. And just that, that connection with us. And it just, in kind of each chapter, it gives the the wisdom that she taught me during that time. And my hope is that people read that and it connects them to a moment in time with their pet too, right? Because there's always wisdom that they're sharing with us. They share so much with us. It's just, if we take a moment to really listen, right? Because sometimes we're just not listening and we're not present and the animals in our life teach us to be present. And that's what Luna really taught me was to just be present and really just tune in and listen and really, yeah, just really be with that. They say, you know, our pets really teach us about unconditional love. And I, I think if everybody was to adopt a pet or have a pet or even those people that are allergic to pets and even if they gave to a shelter i i really believe that that animal just is so grateful because i know when i got hairy uh i just put my other dog to sleep and the year prior to that the same month i put my other dog to sleep so i had gretchen and Comet and Gretchen I got after my mom died and Comet I got after my dad passed. So Gretchen was 14 and um, Comet was 13. But then when Comet turned 14 in the following year, he passed in November around the same week. So it was really challenging. And I got Harry as a foster and I'm like, well, I'll just, I couldn't be alone for the holidays. So I got Harry as a, a foster and obviously you know I was a foster failure but I really know how much they changed my life how much I have the bumper sticker who saved who with a big paw print and I really believe that our animals teach us amazing lessons and all about love and all about unconditional love you know we could have a horrible day and when we open up that door our our energy just changes because that little loved one is either barking, meowing, tweeting, or flapping a fin or whatever they're doing just to greet us. And that always changes my mood. And I think 
the job that you do, the passion that you give is really allowing us to align ourselves better with our animals. So yes. I'm really, I'm really grateful for you to do that. Oh, thank you. And I'm so grateful to do that. And it's so cool to hear from people too, after they had a session, how they're like, wow, I always felt close to my pets, but there's a deeper connection and a deeper understanding of them than I have now. And what's cool is when we're open to that communication with them, they're more, they show it to us in more ways too, right? They show it to us in more ways, which is really awesome because they're like, oh, cool. Like you see it. Like I was actually just at this event this past weekend. And of course, if I see like a dog, a cat, horse, any kind of animal, I'm like, you know, it's like some people with babies. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's an animal. I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta say hi. I gotta say hi. Well, anyway, this woman had these two dogs and I was like, oh, can I say hi? And they both came up to me and she was like, whoa, she's like, this one is really shy and never comes up to people. And, and I was like, well, let me tell you why, you know, here's what I do. And this is, you know, and this is why, and it's because I don't really have that preconceived notion of how they're going to be or how they're not going to be. Cause sometimes we can kind of put that on our pets too. Like if we perceive, you know, that kind of thing, like, oh my gosh, they're shy. Then we put more of that shyness on them, right? Does that make sense? Like I did that with my cool up when I first got her. She's a rescue and she used to just be so shy. And I used to kind of try to shield her. People like, oh, can I, you know, pat her? And I was like, oh no, she's kind of shy. And then, you know, she helped me to work with her and be like, wait, no, I'm not going to put that on her. I'm going to give her that choice. Right. And then slowly she started to open up more. And especially after I got my little golden retriever mix who's she's just like everybody's her friend she loves everybody she's kind of like my mini me like if I was a dog I would probably be nugget so that's why it's good we have cool up because she's more grounded and just calm and you know nuggets just ah hi I'm so happy I'm so happy I'm so happy so having that balance with nugget you know has really helped cool up open up more and then cool up showed me to be okay don't put that on her right you know because when we work with them instead of you know kind of like enable certain things right she used to be afraid of loud noises and i was like okay i can't take her to the you know like to the trash compactor because she's gonna freak out instead i was like okay no cool up we got this like I'm with you. It's going to be okay. So I give her that reassurance instead of that fear, right? Because when we have those projections, they pick up on that. Just like with that lady with those dogs. I didn't know that one dog was shy, right? And so it was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm fine. Whereas maybe if the person would have been hesitant, it might have been like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm like, is this okay? Right? So they follow our lead in a lot of ways. I just find, you know, what you do fascinating. And I know that even though I do intuitive work, it's just, it's, it's a different level of what you do. Cause I think, well, you're so natural at it, but I think for me, like I have to stop and pause and, you know, really work with Harry and Willow and not to be impatient. And, you know, it doesn't come as fast as usual, which is interesting for me. Cause I like, Oh, no, they want it slower. They want it just a little bit calmer. So it's, it, it, again, the work is fascinating. Now, I know that you are doing something special coming up 
Do you want to tell everybody what you're doing? Yes. I want, I'm like, let me make sure I have, I have the date, right? Cause I'm like, wait a minute, time, like time flies by so quick. I can't believe it's already, you know, like, you know, gosh, what, where are we at right now? It's like, you know, we're into 2024 already. It's like, whoa, crazy. Right. So on February 21st, which is a Wednesday, I'm going to start a five week animal communication class. So it's going to be just like a basics of animal communication. So if people have been curious, like I want to know more of what my pet is thinking, maybe I want to explore maybe doing this, you know, as a profession or like a little, little thing to help other people with their pets. It's just kind of that step in the door to help people to open that intuitive communication. And it's so cool to see how people open up. And what I love about doing classes is to see how everybody has their different styles of communication and just how everybody is there cheering each other on. And there's lots of practice time during the classes. And it's gonna they're going to be an hour and a half long each class. And then after the class, I plan to do, you know, some one-on-one mentoring people that want to do more one-on-one mentoring after the class and then do kind of group practice sessions too, because really to keep people, um, you know, going with it, right. To keep that energy moving. So it's good. And the class is very like hands-on too, because I like to, you know, teach and answer questions and, and have that. And I like to do meditations to help people connect. And I have tons of like tips and tricks and tools to help people connect. And I have lots of like hands-on practice time during my class because what better way to be in a supportive group of people to practice with each other's pets. And I've even had um, clients come into during some of my classes for us to practice with their pets, which is, which is really, which is, it's so fun to be able to just do that and to see how people light up when, you know, maybe somebody in the beginning of the class, like, oh gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then by the end of the week, they're the one that's like, you know, picking up more and more each time. So it's, it's so fun. So, so fun to see that. I love it so much. And this work is really, you know, it's heart moving, but it's also playful as well yes. and you get to you get to be light and you get to really dig deep and how wonderful to be able to speak with our animals right. now everybody if you want to get a hold of shauna you would go to her website which is shauna marie fisher and i'm going to spell that out for you s h a w n a marie m a r i e and fisher F-I-S-C-H-E-R.com. So again, shaunamariefisher.com. You can find her book there. You can find her classes there. You can find everything about her. Have a session with her. Everything is on her website. Now, Shauna, what I do on my podcast here, every podcast I pick two or three people, depending And I do something called an intuitive bite. And what an intuitive bite is that when people sign up for my email list, I pick, like I said, two or three people, each podcast, and I give them a quick intuitive impression, or like I said, I like to call it an intuitive bite from what I'm receiving. And today I have Kelly from Kansas. Kelly from Kansas, I want you 
to know when I sat with your name, what I got from you was really time to connect with relatives. I don't know why, it, and it doesn't necessarily mean blood relatives. It could be like, this is like my uncle. This is like my second mother. So really connecting with relatives. And then we also have Pete from Florida. Pete from Florida. This is so crazy, Pete. I don't know if this is something that you're considering or something that you even want to put out there. But I really think like now's the time for or to consider a little bit of early retirement. I really see you traveling a little bit more. So that's just my quick intuitive bites. Shauna, you are welcome to come back anytime you want. This has been so much fun to have you on here, and I so appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you and all your audience, too. Thank you so much for having me on, and I would love to come back on sometime because I always just love to share about what I do and, you know, all the things that can come up from it, and it's just it's so amazing. It's my mission in life for people to not just say like, oh gosh, I wish I could know what my pets are thinking to just know that they can know and they can tune into communicating with them in deeper ways than they ever thought possible. So. Well, I, I thank you. And again, guys, we'll have the, Shauna's information on the podcast underneath. And again, it's Shauna Marie Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R.com. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast today. And remember, always trust your inner voice. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit my website at www.eliaspatris.com. We are here to connect. And when we connect, we educate. And when we educate, we grow. There is unity in community. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.